Hello, fellow Tumbeasts. I'm Lauren Chippen, professional writer who has written more fanfic this year than her own original work. And I'm Cherokee McAnally, head of entertainment at Tumblr and person who gets shows spoiled for her as a job. And this is Dashboard Diaries, a podcast for you, the folks who are in this internet bunker with us. We talk about what's going on on our favorite hell site, get into what we like to call tumble lore, do fandom deep dives, and share the times when we've gone feral over a new ship. So Cherokee, how has your last two weeks on Tumblr been? What have you been seeing on your dash? Uh, we have been having a lovely couple of weeks on Tumblr. I will say I've been focusing a lot on some uh, Q&As uh, that mm. we have coming up. So that's really what has been on my dash and what I have been scrolling through constantly. And I actually think I can tease a couple of them Ooh, uh, based on please. when this is coming out. So first, I know that we talked about A League of Their Own last week, but mm-hmm. we will be doing an answer time with uh, some of the cast of A League of Their Own. So I have been really deep into that tag and to the point where it's also all my suggested content on my dashboard. Just really diving in. Oh my God, uh, incredible. I am so excited, Lauren. I cannot I... wait can't wait for that. It's going to be hard. And I've been rewatching League of Their Own. I, I know I just watched it, but you know, I really want to get, I really want to prepare, you it's, know. So. Yeah, it's work. It's work. Yeah, exactly. I the have gaps. been, and yeah. they, I, I need to really see, you know, the moments, the background. So I've been diving yeah. into A League of Their Own, which I'm super excited about. So that's what, that's what, a, that's what a foot on my dash this week. Ooh. How about you? I mean, lots of good stuff. Well, I, why, this is um not, not Tumblr related. This is over on Hellsite. Uh, derogatory Twitter, but speaking of League of Their Own, um, Will Graham, the one of the creators of the show, followed me on Twitter, and so we're we're Twitter mutuals now. Love to see which it, which is so nice. Um, yeah, let's see. On my dash, I I was on vacation last week for about five days, and so I'm like still like catching up on my dash um, because I was I was not really scrolling Tumblr while on vacation. I this feels like a strange thing to bring up but um uh gorbachev died recently and i saw a lot of stuff about that on my tumblr dash for some reason i don't particularly follow uh any political blogs but um you know tumblr is certainly a very uh, i would say left-leaning place it's a it's you know got a lot of politically active users so no matter who you follow that stuff might bleed through but yeah i saw a lot of people um confused that he was even still alive to begin with so that's that's one odd thing i saw in my tumblr dash recently <laughs> and the other kind of strange thing that um i've been seeing a lot on my dash recently that i just realized that like we're gonna have to do an episode about this because it's like a perfect example of weird like a weird particular tumblr thing happening to a tv show I've been seeing so much Breaking Bad. And it there's it's now sort of reached like this meta height where people who are seeing the Breaking Bad posts and haven't watched the show have this understanding of what the show is that's completely separate from what the show actually is. And people are talking about that now. And so I'm flagging that for us as a Ooh. topic to talk about sometime in the coming months. Put a put a pin in it. Exactly. Uh, well, actually, uh, do you think that's anything to do with Better Call Saul? Because that's one of the most popular shows on Tumblr. It's always in fandom. So I wonder if people are either watching Better Call Saul before they watch Breaking Bad and then going back to watch Breaking Bad, or because Better Saul 
call better Saul. <laughs> it's a hard better one. Call Saul is trending. People are seeing it on their dash, and then being like, "Oh, I need to watch Breaking Bad so I can watch this show." I'm. It's my. It's a. It's a. A ponderance? That does. That's not a word. Um, it might be <laughs> something to ponder, something to something consider. To ponder. I, no, I, I absolutely think you're right, and I definitely like. I definitely think that it's 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 worth examining in depth because Better Call Saul recently ended, also, and so people have been freaking out about the finale of that. Mm-hmm. Um, although it it's ended on AMC, but the last season hasn't yet come to Netflix, and so I think that there's like lots of people who don't have AMC or AMC Plus who are waiting for it. So I think we'll yeah. see another wave of that. But I think I think you're right. Like I think that 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 there is like there is a really legitimate breaking bad universe fandom on Tumblr of people who like really genuinely love the shows because mm-hmm. they're excellent TV shows and then there's like the breaking bad meme community that overlaps with actual fans and so yeah it's a very it's a very yeah. interesting ecosystem <laughs> that i'm like very I, excited to look further into we should definitely do a deep dive into into the breaking bad and better call saul universe Yes. Uh, and yeah. the yeah, separate communities on Tumblr. I'm very interested to see that too. I also I haven't watched Breaking Bad. I watched the first season oh. of it twice. And because every time I'm like, oh, I need to rewatch this show and then or like watch this show, I start again with season one and then never because it's really intense. And it's I, so what, intense. Obviously. Um, but that could be one of the shows because I'm have you watched all of it? I have watched all of Breaking Bad. I've I've not seen Better Call Saul. Well, great. Well, we, neither of us have seen that, so maybe we can get another expert on for that. But the fact that you've yeah. seen Breaking Bad and I haven't, I feel like there's some something oh, we yeah. can do there, you know? Oh, yeah. I want you diving into the Tumblr tag for just Breaking Bad and trying to guess what, like, trying to understand what the show is about, like you do with Supernatural. Because I do think Ooh. that it's, like, a very separate thing from what the show actually is. Like a season, yeah. Like, I know where season one ends, but I know we, like, with the bathtub crashing through the ceiling or whatever. Um, yeah. But I have like that really baseline knowledge. And I feel like if I, and I have no idea how the show itself ended. So that could be fun. I could, you know, do a season by season after season one. Let's see how, 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 how bad did they break it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are going to be talking about what's coming out this fall. We're doing a little bit of a back to school fall preview thing. But first, we're going to take a quick ad break and then get back into it. So this week, Cherokee, we are talking about fall shows, movies, video games, everything that's coming, because the summer is always a little bit of a slow time. TV obviously used to be a lot more seasonal. It used to, you know, take the summer off completely. But there's a ton of stuff coming this fall. And we thought it'd be good to kind of do an overview so we can see what what we're all excited about. Cherokee, is there anything coming out this fall that you were like particularly excited for? Uh, yes, definitely. So many things. I'm very excited. Uh, first off, Rings of Power just premiered today, but yes. a week from when this episode, or it will have been out for a week once this episode comes out, but I cannot wait to watch it. I haven't watched the first two episodes yet, Same. but I'm beyond excited for that. Also, later in this year, the new season of The L Word Generation Q comes out, which I'm very oh, excited about because yeah. I did a full L Word binge during the pandemic. And, nice. you know, I'm very excited that I can continue this journey. Uh, and then I think, honestly, so, and then we have, I mean, of course, Don't Worry, Darling, which truly can't wait to see all the all mm-hmm. the Marvel films. 
Um, but oh, and also Cobra Kai um, season five, which oh, I okay. I haven't watched. Um, I, I will admit that I haven't watched it since season since season one, but it is a really great show. It's super popular on Tumblr, so I think honorable mention for Cobra Kai and and the Tumblr community. And I'm sure there's dozens of other things that that I am forgetting, but I am especially excited a for Rings of Power and b I know that we have. Um, I don't know if it counts as a preview because it's it'll be coming out actively for the next month or so so yeah 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 two, I, I, no, I, two months yeah yeah and it came out on september 1st so i think that like you know it definitely counts as a as a fall show yeah and certainly is is yeah one of several sort of like big franchise tv shows occurring this fall i mean we have rings of power we have house of the dragon that will be finishing up its season its first season in, in you know in the next two months and we also have andor which yes. is the next Star Wars TV show. And that I think is one of the things that I'm most excited about because Star Wars is something that I got deep, deep into in the pandemic. Um, I, you know, I'd seen all the Star Wars movies already, but mm-hmm. during the pandemic, I watched all of the Clone Wars uh, animated series, which is phenomenal. And so now I'm really, and Rebels as well, the the series that came after it. So I'm now like deep, deep into the Star Wars universe and i have to say the tv shows have been my favorite part of the franchise like the movies are fantastic they're so fun to see in theaters they're Mm. incredibly well made um but i love like i love the mandalorian i absolutely lost my mind at the obi-wan show i love the bad batch which i also think is coming back this fall which i'm so excited for it's another animated show in the star wars universe and so i'm really excited for andor which is a yeah. prequel to rogue one which is one of the sort of standalone star wars movies that was really beloved i think by a lot of people yeah i actually that is rogue one is one of the few star wars movies that i have seen <laughs> amazing uh, is that the one where everyone dies yes yeah, I yeah. have feelings about that. Um, <laughs> you and a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree with you. I'm really excited about Andor. First off, I mean, Diego Luna. I Ugh, dream about love Diego Luna. So very and I'm definitely going to watch it, especially though, as I have not seen every Star Wars film, but I am trying to like kind of get into that universe because I think that's there's just so much, you know, st- so much lore, so many different offshoots. Uh, and I feel like that's a rabbit hole I would definitely like to fall into. And I am I think Andor weirdly might be where I start. So I love that. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I also, I, I forgot to mention, Tell Me Lies is coming out. This is based on a... It is. It's an, a Hulu series based on a novel by Carol, Carola Lovering. And it is actually produced by Emma Roberts and Bellatrist, which is the book oh, club cool. yeah, that Emma Roberts uh, started with her best friend, Kara Priest. And I'm really, really excited about this title uh, because... So it comes out... It, it comes out September 7th. It's like a weekly, um, you know, weekly release on Hulu from there. And the show itself flashes back and forth between current day and 2007. So oh. there's going to be some great nostalgia vibes. I'm super, super excited to to watch this. And Bellatrist also produced First Kill, which was a super great, oh, you know, yeah. title as well. So excited, excited. What? Excited to see what they do, what they do with this one. And then also yeah. uh, Barbarian is coming out on the 9th. And that's a film, but it, or on September 9th. That's the new uh, 20, 21st century uh, 
pictures film with it's like it's Justin Long, Bill Skarsgård, uh, and it's the new. Oh gosh, what's I'm one sec. Let me. I just did a Q and A with them, but it's all it's a new horror movie coming out. Oh, Uh, if you've seen if you've seen a horror movie recently or like anything in the theaters, the the trailer has been playing for quite a while. Um, but and it looks really good. It's like looks really good. Very very scary. Uh, that director Zach Kreger, who has done done a lot of great stuff that um, Tumblr Tumblr is a fan of, and so we didn't answer time around it. So I'm super excited for for Barbarian to come that out. Sounds very cool. Too, um, though it is scary. Yeah, scary, 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 scary. <laughs> uh, don't do those. Don't do those. Don't watch it alone, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I my my tolerance for horror movies sort of vacillates, and I and it's funny. I've, I've become more squeamish as the older I've gotten, which is strange to me. Um, but I do when you're in the mood for a horror movie. There's really nothing quite like it. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Halloween coming around yes. the corner too. I exactly. mean, there's so many so many good horror movies to rewatch, mm-hmm. uh, and so much good. Yeah horror coming out. I actually, now that, um, and this is, <laughs> we can cut this out probably for an interlude, but I want to see when the new Mike Flanagan, uh, yeah. Oh, so, like, he's doing fall of the house of Usher, out. which yeah. I'm like so excited about because that is my favorite Poe story. I, I just like, I cannot wait to see what Mike Flanagan does with it because yeah. he's exactly the right person to adapt it. He is so good at that, he's like so creepy crawly under your skin, which obviously yeah. Poe is perfect at even can mm-hmm. anyone be perfect i think he can be at this uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah and so so there's fall of the house of the usher uh fall of the house of usher uh that's not coming out i don't think in 2022 but then we have the midnight club which is coming out in october 2022 and this right. is the third or fourth i guess installment of this kind of anthology series that he was that he's been doing starting with Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, and now he's doing the Midnight Club, so it'll have a lot of the same cast members. And oh, awesome. I am stoked about that. That is very much, Lauren, I'm the same, where horror is not really my vibe. I get scared very, very easily, <laughs> and I will have nightmares, uh, yep. like I am a child. <laughs> and <laughs> Nightmares, they're not just for kids, folks. <laughs> but that's one of the shows where it's just so good that you can mm-hmm. kind of look past the fear uh i even rewatched hill house because there were so many background ghosts and i wanted to see all the background ghosts because they have then that he's like does that so well which again i think he'll crush it and fall the house of usher with kind of those little you know look closer at every frame and find 20 different things is, going on he is a master of the like the the panning camera that like pans over and there's nothing there and then it, when it pans back there's something in the background and then like and then it disappears and and just like it's it's that that amazing horror thing that that he is so good at and that a lot of directors really utilize well in horror movies which is that your brain doesn't even register what you're looking at, but there's something unsettling about it. Exactly. You know, it, it's like you don't really even notice that there's somebody standing in the doorway, but there's something in your brain that's like, oh, I'm creeped out. Because, like, there's I, I saw something, but I don't know what because it happened so quickly. I yeah. love that stuff. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I love I love to be conf- – I love a side of uh... – <laughs> I love a side of confusion with my fear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but honestly, though, I really like instead of just like just regular old fear is so one dimensional, right? Like, exactly. let's add to it. Let's let's add some think. Let's make it a thinker also. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, that is that is so that is so real. Well, and, and speaking of, of, of creepy things, well, I actually don't really even know if this is 
even that that creepy because I've never seen the original movie or read the book. They've made a new TV show of Interview with a Vampire, which is fascinating to me because I've heard very little about it. I, I think it's I think it might be AMC, which is part of the problem is that AMC Plus is not a service that a lot of people have. Um, but yeah, it's it's a. A, oh my gosh! An adaptation yeah. of the of the very famous Anne Rice book that was made into a very famous movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in the early nineties. Uh, it's you know if you want some some gay nineteenth century vampires, there you go. <laughs> it's Interview with a Vampire, <laughs> and like I think I want to say in this adaptation they're like making them a little bit more explicitly a couple or something. I don't know enough about Interview with a Vampire to confirm this. So please, listeners, uh, tell us in our ask box or at dashboarddiariespod at gmail and uh, it looks like Interview with a Vampire comes out October 2nd. So we have uh, oh, okay. a month to wait. And Excellent. I, I for one, can't wait to see how gay it is. Yes. I mean, that, that's that's so true of so many TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of, um, one of the returning shows that I'm excited about that is absolutely Tumblr related in the sense that it's a very big Tumblr fandom. And also that's how I started watching it is 911, the Fox mm. Uh, first responder drama. Um, it is like the only show that I I watch on network television now. I think, which is wild. Um, oh, other than like some sitcoms and stuff, but it's going into its sixth season. It comes back in like two weeks, and it is a show that like Tumblr got me to watch because there's this ship in it, uh, Buddy, uh, Buck and Eddie, and I was seeing gift sets all the time and like was just kind of curious about like what the deal was with these with these two characters um because everything I was seeing on Tumblr I was like they do seem that they seem in love. But you know, I've 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 been down this road before. I watched Sherlock. Um <laughs> But then I like I Eddie isn't even in the first season, but I, I you know, started watching the first season and uh, Connie Britton is in the first season and I love her and uh, Peter Krause and Angela Bassett are in it. And it's all these disasters. And I don't know if this is something you know about me, Cherokee, but I love disaster movies like Day After Tomorrow is one of my favorite movies of all time. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren. How have we? How have we never about talked about this? Do I also own disaster day after tomorrow. Oh, 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 do I ever sign me up for like day after tomorrow, twenty twelve? Yes, uh, yes. San Andreas. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. all of them. Rampage, The Rock. I my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite sub genres of disaster movies is The Rock, the Rock holding the world together with his strong arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the way to describe it. <laughs> So you might like 911 a lot because it's like it's these and each season. So I'm very excited for the premiere because each season opens with the exception of the first season. Each season opens with like a mega disaster. So in season two, it's this 7.1 earthquake. In season three, it's a huge tsunami. It always opens with an enormous disaster. And so I'm very excited to see I, it, based on the promo art that's been released, it looks like a blimp is going to crash, which is just like perfect. <laughs> okay, eighteen ninety four. So I highly recommend it, and also like a lot of stuff happened in in the previous season um, that was very buddy centric, and so there's like a lot of hope in the fandom that it's actually going to move forward and become canon, and like 
I don't know that I buy that it's going to become canon because once again, I've been around the block, right? Like fool me once, shame on on me, fool or whatever it is. <laughs> like I'm not going to fool be fooled me, again. Shame on I don't know whoever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm very curious to see yeah. to see how it goes, and you know if it goes canon, we'll definitely have to do an episode on on the buddy fandom specifically within the 911 fandom. Well, first off, I am definitely going to be watching this show uh i'm sold i love a big i love a big disaster that is not in real life but it actually reminds me have you watched la brea is that a show that you have uh checked out i haven't and 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 it and it pops up on my hulu suggested of course because of of 911 but i i i do need to watch it because also the other fun thing for me about 911 is that it takes place in LA and I lived in LA for 8 years and I worked at a sandwich shop on La Brea for 2 years so like it feels like I should watch La Brea. Oh yeah, and also the season 2 comes out uh later this month actually, September 27th. Okay. So, oh, and you can amazing. watch it you can watch it yeah on Hulu and I'm learning this not because I'm paid by anyone but because I googled it just now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's another show I started it. I haven't finished it yet, but it it's a disaster plus some other unknown elements that make it really Ooh. fun. And I honestly don't think there's a specific reason why I stopped watching it. I think maybe I should circle back to La Brea, but then I have 911 on my plate now too. All these all these disaster shows, all these disaster too, shows. so little time. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it would be fun to do a little game related to uh, the trends of Tumblr this year leading up to this point. Like as we head into this new season, as we head into sort of the 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 fourth act of the year, <laughs> I thought it'd be interesting uh, to ask you some questions uh, to have you identify what Tumblr trend I'm describing Ooh. here. Does that All sound right. good? I, that sounds great. I love it. I also love the fourth act of the year. What a great way. I'm going to stop calling things quarters and start calling them acts. I love that. Well, I know. I was going to say Q4, and then I was like, that's so boring. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is the fun podcast. I don't yeah, have to, you know, acts. be doing spreadsheets. The fourth act. Okay, so I have three questions for you about three different things that sort of, like, went all over Tumblr for a period of time mm-hmm. uh, between January and August. Okay. So, the first one is, this email subscription of letters and journal entries has brought an old fandom back into the light on Tumblr. Dracula Daily. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) If you are unfamiliar with this, I feel like maybe we've mentioned this on the show before, but Dracula Daily is a email uh, listserv that you can sign up to that sends you Dracula in real time. It's been going since, like, I want to say April or May. And for whatever reason, it, like, really found a home on Tumblr. So people, I get Dracula daily, and, you know, then my Tumblr dash that day is sort of reacting to what has happened that day in Jonathan Harkness's life and his, you know, various friends. So it's, it's it's a delight. All right. Next question. Throughout the year, you may be scrolling and encounter an animal falling down. Falling, like, down your dashboard, basically. This is, a, this is hard to describe. You might be... Oh, crabs. So, crabs... Yeah, okay. So, yes, the crabs would be... Would also be a good answer for this. That's not what I was thinking <laughs> It's of. another animal falling down. Okay. Um, different animal falling down. It's a post... Like, it's like a... It was, yeah, it was a post and sort of a series of posts. It became a meme. Huh. 
I'm like, horse plinko? But I don't yes. think that wasn't... Yes? Yes, horse plinko. Horse plinko. <laughs> then I was very confident about that answer. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to ex- explain the, the, the crabs for people who maybe are not familiar with the crabs? I would truly love nothing more, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so on April Fool's this year, we decided to do what we always do and descend into chaos, <laughs> descend the Tumblr dashboard into chaos. And so this is this year, we just put a bunch of plugins all over uh, <laughs> the, the dashboard. One of them was like a sponge and it would make your dashboard dirty and you could like clean it off. So satisfying. Uh, there was like emoji spells that you could cast, I think. And there was crab. So if you hit the crab. <laughs> generate crab button, it, you could just create as many crabs as you wanted to. And they would come across your dashboard and like interact with each other. And I actually can tell you exactly how many crabs were generated if you would like to know. Oh my God. I would absolutely love to know. <laughs> Let me pull this bad boy up. <laughs> um, so... On April Fool's Day alone, there were 25 million crabs summoned. <laughs> That's so many crabs. And to give you the, like, what we did was we called it, we called our April Fool's Day Bricks Clickathon. And we essentially <laughs> said right. that we had hired a new head of viral marketing named Brick Wortley, who wanted to, like, drive engagement on Tumblr. And he did this by just creating a ton of buttons you had to click. And look, 25 million crabs. It worked. Bricked Pretty friggin' well. Brick did well and for a fictional character. <laughs> we, we commend you, Brick, though he did dramatically at the end of the day quit and or get fired. I don't know which, but, you know, Brick, That's right. Brick shined bright, but for a short amount of time. Burned bright uh, and fast. <laughs> um, but now you can actually, like, get your get crabs on the dashboard. We, like, made it a thing that you can, like, send people crabs for 24 hours and do all this kind of stuff. So the crabs live on. uh, And, yeah, I don't... I can't tell you why we did it, but I... Can but tell so you that you <laughs> uh, we're so glad we did. Yeah, exactly. The, well, the goal was chaos, <laughs> and it and it worked. <laughs> and this leads perfectly into my third and final question, which uh, is about a, a, another Tumblr feature. When Tumblr introduced a series of new features, a certain figure haunted people's dash for weeks, spawning its own mini fandom, including fan art. I guess that had less to do with it. Th- th- like this figure didn't necessarily come from one of the new features, but the new features affected this particular, I guess, like monetization arm of, of, of Tumblr. So like what, like Tumblr blaze. Yeah. So like, and, and sort of just like the, the Tumblr ad ecosystem, I guess. And this yeah. was a particular Tumblr figure who, uh, Oh my gosh. Pika man. <laughs> Pika man. <laughs> Pikachu man. I, he haunts my dreams. He is also one of my sleep paralysis demons. <laughs> there is a really, I'll reblog this. There's a really great fan art of Pikachu Man as the Wendigo from Hannibal. <laughs> it's, it's excellent. Oh my gosh. I am just, everything that happens on this website is my favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's perfect. Um, Speaking of, of things that, that haunt our dashes, I think it might be time for uh, some dashboard confessionals. Oh, am I ready? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first because mine's like a little bit of a bummer, which is a weird maybe to bring. But I do think it's interesting. Um, yeah. So I, on September 1st, 2014, 
I, or sorry, September 1st, 2015, I um, reblogged a screenshot of a J.K. Rowling tweet about the first day of Hogwarts, because that used to be like kind of a big day on the internet, especially fandom internet, right? September 1st, you get on the train to Hogwarts at, at King's Cross and, and you go off and it's the first day of the school year. And I actually went to King's Cross one year when I was in London and like people gather there every year and it was lovely. And of course, we all know now that J.K. Rowling has proved herself to be not a good person. Um, mm-hmm. And so all of these things feel a little bit different. And But yeah. like, it was interesting to kind of think like 2015 doesn't seem that long ago to me. But it really is was like a reminder that, you know, the Harry Potter fandom has kind of had to transform and or, or, or rather like our relationship to Harry Potter as fans has really had to transform really only in like the last couple of years. Yeah. So that's a bit of a bummer one. But like, I did think that it was that it was interesting. Despite that relationship having to change, because obviously this new information about J.K. Rowling came to light. And, you yeah. know, we obviously can't support her work Uh, (laughs) the uh like harry potter still meant so much to so many people and created so many connections and relationships i think you can definitely honor those connections and relationships and like that what it meant Mm -hmm. while also being like yeah we i will no longer be supporting this that these works Exactly. Yeah. And like, I, I, I do think, you know, I think everybody has their own relationship to the fandom now. And some people don't want to engage with it at all, which I completely understand. I myself kind of have a hard time engaging with like fan fiction or fan art of, of the story because it makes me sad. But to your point, like there really is a whole community that sprung up out of it and can operate on its own now. Like I, I know the folks yeah. who run LeakyCon and like, you know, that they have built this like wonderful community of people that now is sort of operating as a celebration of itself rather than like, Mm -hmm. you know, putting money in this transphobe's pocket, right? Like we all agree that like, we're not going to do that. But then it's like, how do we engage outside of that? And I don't think that there's like a right answer necessarily. And so, yeah, I think it was like, it was a sad reminder of what we lost, but also like a powerful reminder of fandom being bigger than the source material, right? Like I I did make friends through Harry Potter and like that can't be taken away. Exactly. And I mean, that's what's so beautiful about fanfic and fan art and that entire because we can now like, you know, these characters, these stories have their own life and Mm -hmm. they have been retold in so many ways completely like outside of J.K. Rowling's realm. And I think yeah, yeah, they've completely taken on a life of their own. And I think that is what makes, you know, I mean, it's just one of the many reasons that makes fan fiction and fan art so beautiful is that It is, yeah, these transformative works are, you know, so mean so much to so many people and people Mm -hmm. have really gotten, you know, I think that also having that as an outlet, I'm sure is a huge aspect of people who had to really change their relationship with Harry Potter, especially because the queer community was so connected to Harry Potter. Yes, And Harry Potter really felt like such a beacon of like hope and tolerance until... It didn't until it J.K. Rowling revealed that she was a huge transphobe. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Cherokee, yeah. bring us back up with whatever your dashboard yes. confessional is. <laughs> well, mine is it, 
ridiculous. So I think, yeah, we really perfect palate uh, cleanser. <laughs> I, I've dropped I've dropped the link into uh, into our little doc, Lauren, and we'll also reblog oh, it yay. to <laughs> dashboarddiaries.tumblr.com. And this is uh, something I reblogged on September seventh, twenty fifteen. It is a classic OG, one of those over one million notes posts. It is the GIF of a woman playing a bongo. Uh, and also playing the drums on a possum. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you have seen this post before, you know exactly what we're, what we're talking about here. And if not, you are, you will see. You're in for a surprise. <laughs> and don't worry, she's not, she's not hurting the possum. She's no, no, patting very, the possum. <laughs> yeah, it's, she's playing a bongo and petting a possum, I think is rhythmically petting. Rhythmically. <laughs> rhythmically, tenderly petting this possum. <laughs> you can tell the possum is loved. I think it's eating something. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and she's oh. just having a great time. I forgot about this gift. You were really pulling up all of the great forgotten gifts for me. I really appreciate it. It's my gift to you. <laughs> and with that, we have our, our final segment this week and every week, which is our feels corner. Cherokee, what has you in your feels? Gosh, so what has me in my feels this week is... Malix on Roswell, New Mexico. I don't know if you if you watch this show. But... I, have, I saw the original Roswell. I love yeah. that show, but I have not watched the new one yet. So there's it's ending right now with season four. The final the final oh, okay. episode comes out on September fifth, and so Malix is the main is the main ship in this in this show, and it's played by Michael Lamas and Tyler Blackburn. And this ship has been canon since season one, episode one. Minutes in their first interaction, the ship is canon. And it's just like I and it's just really I have been, you know, watching the show because uh, it's super it's really popular on Tumblr. And so I wanted to, you know, check it out. Mm -hmm. And I just I mean, it's like it's a it's one of those fun YACW shows. There's aliens, there's, mm -hmm. you know, ships. And I just the fact that the ship was canon from the get go with um, their their characters names are Michael and Alex uh, in in the show. And not only is it an immediately canon ship, but it's it's also an alien human ship. Hey, yeah, interspecies. Uh, Let's go. Love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that has me in my feels just because I have just like I've been really like diving into like the Tumblr posts about it and the fandom around like the Malix ship as this as the show is coming to a close. And it's just it's I just think it's so wonderful and rare that you have a queer ship established season one, episode one, and it continues yeah. throughout the entire series. That's awesome and they're still they're still going strong they're still happy together and i mean they don't they have their ups and downs of uh, course of you know course. spaceship speaking um <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah and i don't want to spoil it for anyone who who wants to end up watching the show but there is some a lot of like the final episodes of this season are very malik centric and the fandom Ooh. is you know making a meal of it so that's got me in my feels this week amazing what about you lauren so my feels this week, because I was on vacation, I haven't really been like watching t too much um, or reading too much. But that said, the thing that has me in my feels this week is a uh, fanfic that a friend has been sending me snippets of that they're currently in the midst Ooh. of writing. And I, I, I bring this up because I'm not going to tell you what fandom, because it's also a fandom that I write a lot of fanfic for, and I'm not going to put myself on blast <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but it is, a, it is a friend I made through 
Tumblr and through this fandom on Tumblr and we've become very good friends and we share our writing all the time and cheer each other on and they're working on a fanfic right now that I'm just like I cannot wait to read because what they've shown me so far is so so good and it just like it makes me very warm and fuzzy to have made you know even now what 13 years into using Tumblr to make like a great new friend through this platform that like yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I can't think of anything else like that. Um, You know, we bonded over this one fandom, but now we have a friendship outside of that. And that just like wouldn't be possible on any other platform. So yeah, that has me in my feels this week. And and, um, I'm excited to read the, the fic when it's when it's finished. Oh my gosh. Well, Tumblr is the gift that keeps on giving. I it just really love, is. like, you can just get on there and be earnest and excited and, like, you just make friends. And I mean, that's how we met, right? You exactly. know, and it's just, yes. I love, <laughs> I love the Tumblr community and it makes it even more special when, you know, it goes beyond just being mutuals and you actually become IRL friends. It's yeah. lovely. It's yeah. It's so nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us this week. I'm Lauren Shippen, and you can find me at thelaurenshippen.tumblr.com. And I'm Cherokee McAnally. You can find me at chero.tumblr.com. This has been Dashboard Diaries. And may our nons always be loving, your dash always refreshed, your gifts always be loading, and your ships always canon. May the fixer reading always be finished, and the answers you seek always in the reblogs. Thanks for scrolling with us. <laughs>